Here's a toast to Operation Cinder, an entire city gone in moments along with everybody in it. We lost our whole division that day. Man, that was like five, ten thousand people. All heroes of Faking Star Wars Radio. That's right, it's another surprise bonus episode of Faking Star Wars Radio, the official podcast of FakingStarWars.net. My name is Storm Duper, and I have several surprises for you. The first one is that T-Barontor has escaped. Yes, after being imprisoned in the jungle by IG-69 for several months, he has mounted a daring escape and is here in the studio with us to talk about our next surprise, which is a discussion and speculation all about the new Disney properties that were announced recently at their big investment meeting at the end of the year. It's going to be fantastic. And this is a little gift to our fans because we love you so much. So very, very much. It's so good to be back. Uh, I had to eat a lot of space grubs and space worms and a lot of things that I'd rather not talk about just to survive. Um, I was being held in a prison compound for a few months. I escaped, but um, while I was out, I was actually out longer than I was in, so I was just surviving in the jungles there. Uh, it was not It was not pleasant. Um, I had to poop in a lot of really weird places uh and you know they don't exactly have toilet paper there's like a toilet paper shortage in the jungle it was rough if you know what i mean sand is rough i mean if you have to use sand in the jungle that would be very rough it gets everywhere it does it it really does uh it leaves rashes as well in unpleasant places but yeah if you uh followed my twitter story you know why um i was being hunted by the empire and why ig69 who has no qualms or honor or loyalty at all, obviously to us on faking Star Wars, uh, decided to take the credits and turn me in. So at least I didn't get made into hot sauce, I guess. So I am alive. So there's that, but you know, just kind of barely. Um, also, Twitter decided to uh, take me out while I was imprisoned, but I am back now. So this is a very triumphant return, both to the podcast, to the show and to twitter so thank you all 2.7 million followers um it's great to be back and it is great to have you back team we've been very worried about you we've had tons of fan mail asking about your whereabouts if you're safe um you know and so it is wonderful to finally get you back in here and on what a day when we're going to discuss the star wars disney's lucasfilms marvel's announcements about all the new properties that we're going to show for on the podcast for the next few years and discuss with incredible affection. Yes, uh, but I will not be discussing the MCU. I was not contracted for that, so I'd just like to put that out there right now. We're okay with that. We're okay with that. As long as we can get you to um, you know, make fun of something, it's going to be all right. Well, if I run out of topics, I'll just look into the camera and look at you. So Disney came out on Thursday, I think it was, uh, basically saying that they're going to film every single fanboy's uh, fan fiction into a show for streaming on Disney. I mean, they basically said, we don't care who makes the show, who wrote the show. We are going to film it uh, in the volume, in isolation, and we are going to put it up on Disney+. Plus." Absolutely. I mean, uh, if every fanboy didn't go, oh, my stars, oh, my stars, as soon as they saw all the Disney investor meeting uh, information. And uh, yeah, there's a lot. There was a lot to take in. I was I was, you know, doing work. I was doing space work and I couldn't 
take a, a moment away to watch the four hours of the investor meeting. So I did get um, a nice recap uh, on Nerdist. I'll give them a bit of a shout out because they had some good some good stuff to, to cover everything that they're that they're going to be doing. It's a lot that they're going to be doing. It so is. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it, I'm actually really excited. If I'm not mistaken, Disney bought Lucasfilm in 2012. And why has it taken them eight years to roll out this just dump truck of content uh, in one day? Uh, I don't know, actually. I mean, they have spent too much time on garbage, if you ask me. They have a lot of garbage on Disney+. Plus. I mean, the only reason that I really got Disney+, Plus, if I'm being 100% honest, is The Mandalorian. Because I had faith in Jon Favreau before it even aired. I bought three years of Disney+. Plus, and I don't regret it at all. I there there's I do watch a lot of shows on Disney Plus so but yeah I don't know why it took them so long and what really pisses me off is that Rogue Squadron isn't going to be coming out until December of 2023 so you're basically talking 2024 you're talking four years from now they're going to have Rogue Squadron which nobody even knows what timeline it's going to be in and there's conflicts about because you see the X wing but they're all like well Rogue Squadron takes place then and supposedly this timeline is going to be after Rise of Skywalker and nobody really knows for sure but i mean i'm i'm excited Patty Jenkins is involved because i like Wonder Woman and i thought it was really cool that her dad was a fighter pilot F4 Phantoms mm. that was when i fell in love with fighter jets so i We'll never say anything bad about Patty Jenkins for the rest of my life now because of that. So I apologize if I'm contracted to tear her apart or whatever, but I will not because the Phantom is <laughs> probably the most ugly, beautiful jet ever made, ever. It, it, I mean, forget it. It's the X-Wing of, our, of real life. It is. Great. Hi, it's T. Brontor. I just wanted to tell you my entire life, ever since I got little nubblies on my scrotes, I uh, have struggled with making sure that I can take care of myself down there without bleeding, like profusely. Uh, every single time I try to go down south, I end up just a bloody mess and uh, screams and crying. And I don't feel like quite like a man because I know this is something I should have mastered by now in my 40s this is something that i should be able to do but i just don't have the right tools and you really need to have the right tools for the job and i don't seem to know where to get the right tools so is there is there anywhere i do you know anything i mean this is not something that i talk about a lot with the, you know anybody this is a perfect opportunity for you to get online go on manscape.com and pick up the perfect package 3.0 don't be the hairiest jedi in the resistance have you heard about manscape teeb no as a matter of fact i've never heard of manscape the it products made up. are absolutely fantastic the perfect package 3.0 comes with the lawnmower 3.0 which is a um a ceramic bladed skin safe waterproof trimmer that will reduce nicks to your two death stars down there. I have it. Can I ask you something? Who, have you used it underwater? Yes. I, you know, I've used it many times. I typically use it in the shower, and it has a flashlight on it, so you can see all the nicks and crannies and go against the, you know, go with the grain and get everything cleaned up down there. It's wonderful. And, you know, one of the most powerful forces in the galaxy is your lightsaber. And so keep yours clean, T, with a lawnmower 3.0. I recommend you get on there right now. 
Make that purchase, buddy. Maybe somebody will get me one for Christmas. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. put it at the top of your list. You know, you can use our code to get 20% off and free shipping. FSW Radio, all in caps. And you will be much happier. Trust me, you're going to... You've always struggled, I think, with some testicular confidence, you know? And this is really going to give you what you need. I do. I do. People have always said that about me. I'm just not cocky enough. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the Lawnmower 3.0 also comes with, in the perfect package, it comes with the Crop Preserver and the Crop Revolver. Viver. The preserver is a like a ball deodorant moisturizer. If you get a little skunky down there, I know you live in the Dagobah swamps. Yeah, it, actually, it's only when I'm actually mowing my lawn, ironically, that I do get skunky. So to have a device called the Lawn Mower, I could be mowing my lawn and then using the Lawn Mower 3.0. So the Crop Preserver is a ball deodorant moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits, so why are you not putting it on the smelliest part of your body, Teeb? Well, that's a wild assumption that I use deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's your problem, see. Um, but, you know, if you've got things cleaned up down there, trust me, it's going to help you socially and personally. Uh, for on-the-go freshness as well, you'll love the Crop Revival. Survivor Ball Toner Spray. It's really refreshing. I've used it. Uh, it makes my nuts smell like a bowl of lemons. Uh, you know, it's just wonderful. Not hazelnuts. So they have like a hazel like hazelnut flavor. Scent I want, you, know. you know, it's it is a nice scent. It's 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 in the it's in the department of cologne without without being too chemically and too kind of acidic and, and alcoholic kind of smelling. It's it's much milder. It smells very fresh. Uh, yeah, see, that's a big problem problem with uh, a lot of the, 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 you know, the hygienic products. It's basically just rubbing alcohol, and, and it just burns like hell exactly. no matter no, what you do. This is very smooth, very comfortable. It's, it feels great. My balls looked amazing uh, after using this. You know, before they were as dry as Tatooine, um, but now they just look incredibly supple and shiny and delicious, too. Well, I'll have to take your word for it because I, I am not Gem in the Hut, so you'll have to <laughs> – yeah, I'll just take your word for that. <laughs> there you go. We'll get 20% off and free shipping with the code FSWRADIO at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code FSWRADIO all in caps. That's FSWRADIO all in caps. May the force be with your balls, Teeb. Well, it seems like for for a long time Disney was just slowly creeping and and releasing you know a movie every two years very carefully cautiously um, you know and they even ended up with problems then with development and fans not liking the way they went with things and now it's like you know they aren't even throwing spaghetti at the wall like they're throwing a bolognese fettuccine alfredo rigatoni gnocchi pesto and not just the walls but the ceilings the floors the office cubicle dividers everywhere it's like paint the town pasta it doesn't matter if 90% of these shows absolutely suck because the Mandalorian has shown that they just need like a couple big ones to hit. Like Rogue Squadron, they probably don't even care if people go see this movie. Like as long as it makes enough money that they can do six other spin-off shows from that movie, they'll be happy. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Uh, I think they actually do care. I really do. I, I, I think that I think they do care because I've never heard anybody well, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, it takes a lot of money, so I don't think anybody's going to make a movie just to poodoo the bed, right? Right. You know, there's there's so many tie-ins, and, I, and we're, we're about to talk about everything right now, but like Rangers of the New Republic, to me, that looks almost exactly like Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to tie in the MCU movies. And the way they described it at the investor meeting, it almost sounds exactly like 
Agents of Shield. Walker, Texas Rangers of the New Republic. I, I heard that uh, oh, you know Chuck Norris is going to surprise us all by being the lead protagonist on that show. Well, I'd, I'm going to watch it anyway, but now I'm going to watch it and like a thousand times because Chuck Norris just totally kicks butt, you know? Yeah. I mean, come on. He's Chuck Norris. So, yeah, Rangers of the New Republic and then the Ahsoka show and the Mandalorian presumably uh, going to work together, I guess, and we'll get some plot lines intertwined. No doubt uh, Cara Dune is going to be involved in Rangers of the New Republic. Maybe Chuck Norris will be her love interest. Well, let me let me say this. I'm I'm being real now. Given her her stance with everything lately, do you think that she will make it into Rangers of the New Republic, or do you think that her tweets will get her fired? Oh, you mean because she has been towing the line of the parlor neocons, uh, trying to stop democracy at work? <laughs> we are a republic. We are not a democracy. I will I would just say that. Um, I heard this guy named Rick Swift. He really has a lot to say about that on Parlor. There you go. There you go. Um, I don't know. I don't think Disney actually cares, actually. I think they just don't want their fans to get angry. So as long as she somehow wins fans back over, uh, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, she stays on brand. Her brand is, is, is that. I mean, she her brand is that she you know isn't afraid to be herself, which I like. It seems like we're forgiving um, celebrities a lot right now because they're trapped in seclusion and isolation, drinking wine out of uh, coffee mugs as well. And so they're more apt to do ridiculous things on social social media just like anyone else so uh, I'm I'm perfectly content to extend an olive ridge to her as long as she does not insult fat neck bearded pizza eaters like myself I'm okay with it are you describing John Favreau now or yes yes I am <laughs> or Dave Filoni or the Chinese uh, X-wing fighter pilot Poe or blue, blue I think his name was blue Wasn't blue or something yeah Blue, not blue, not blue, not blue coon. Blue coon is not Chinese. No, and he's not alive anymore in canon. I think he died in or under Order sixty six, didn't he? Oh, R.I.P. Man. Yeah, maybe he survived. Twenty twenty just keeps taking everybody. I just can't. I can't keep up. I hate twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean, actually, maybe he didn't die. I mean, everyone comes back. Like, I mean, Boba Fett survived a <sighs> thousand years Sarlacc digestion. Uh, so yeah. I mean, okay, this is the thing. This is the thing. If something is slowly chewing you, and you know it's going to take a thousand years. It probably is gumming you, right? It's like gumming you to death. It's like... Yes. You're going to be like... You're going to get the hell away from it. Also, you see that mark on his face. I think that was like from one of the tentacles or something that got his face. No doubt. You see the scar on his face, by the way. I think we need an entire miniseries devoted to just... It'll be like that movie... What was that movie like? Was it called Coffin with Jake Gyllenhaal or whatever? Where he's... Or Six Feet Under where he's like buried. Oh, it's called Buried. Buried with Ryan Reynolds. We need a movie that's called Sarlacc. That's just like two movies of Boba Fett (laughs) in the Sarlacc pit. (laughs) <laughs> complete darkness until like 20 minutes in when he ignites his jetpack and like fails you know <laughs> and it's this is the thing if he uses his jetpack to get the hell out how did he lose his armor i mean we're, we're gonna speculate about this for the rest of time but i there is a lot of people there's a lot of people that are saying obviously the tuscan raiders or the the sand people saved him because he's got the gaffy stick and yeah. he probably joined their their uh camp or village or whatever i can't remember what they're called band or whatever the hell they are um, yeah, but yeah, Boba Fett, that, that's interesting. And I did see Buried and it's like super dark and Ryan Reynolds has to like call up the, the contracting company that he works for. And they basically, spoiler alert, but they basically write him off and they're like, okay, thank you. Now we can let you die in that hole. And you know, your family won't even get insurance. Have a nice death. Yeah. It was a so pretty brutal I movie. See that's Boba right. It was Fett. Ryan Reynolds, not Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I could see I could see Boba Fett like down there trying to call somebody. <laughs> He's like going through like his Rolodex, like, uh, do I know? No, that guy's dead. Uh, what about that? No, 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 that guy's a droid. I don't trust that yeah, guy. Yeah. You know, he's like going yeah. through his Rolodex, and finally he just is like, ah, screw it. And then the Tusken Raiders, maybe the Tusken Raiders, like you know, are hungry for Sarlacc, and that's how they find him. Right. Maybe he's like like right. partially digested. Well, this is a this is a series that we're still hoping for. I mean, maybe maybe this is like a secret uh, show that they're developing that they didn't announce at the uh, event on Thursday. Um, there were there were a lot that I wasn't expecting too. Like, I mean, in terms of dark toned ones, uh, the Acolyte sounds like it's going to be about Sith stuff near the end of the new of the high rise of the the old republic or whatever the rise of the high republic the high republic yeah i had to look it up because i don't know much about the high republic which is great like you've always said in the past like i'd love to see some characters that have you know nothing to do with the skywalkers and nothing to do with with characters that we're that familiar with they have a lot of gilded capes and they smoke a lot of dope that's what they do in the High <laughs> Republic, and so the acolyte witchcraft thing angle. I mean, I guess uh, th- this there could be a lot to do with that. Maybe there's some comic book properties they're going to incorporate. So it'd be like Harry Potter in in Star Wars. It'd be like Star Wars Harry Potter. Like they all go to the to class and they learn how to like do spells and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like the Night Sisters with... sort of thing might be involved. That oh. kind of dark magic stuff. Well, don't get me don't get me all Randy, okay? Because the <laughs> Night Sisters. <laughs> Play, if you play Fall in Order, you know what I'm talking about. I'm just going to go with that. Well, this is going to be a, an NC-17 series, The Acolyte, the first one to come to Disney+. Plus. So. You're kidding me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is real news? This isn't like a, a duel of the fakes? <laughs> what? Oh, That's yeah. like Madonna. Like, you know, she was the one that came up with that. NC-17 got created because of her, right? Mm. Dang. I've heard that wow. they're in talk to maybe, re- to maybe release like a softcore version and like an edited censored version. Um, wow! But they'll still be both not... canon. So, yeah, I did not know that at all. People have lost their minds. They're gonna be very excited. It'll be on Disney Plus. NC Seventeen. That's right. Yeah. No, you're messing with me. No, this is fake news. <laughs> this no, is totally you, fake news. You spent too much time in the jungle, Teeb. You've lost your uh, critical thinking skills. I think. <laughs> I have actually. I've gone crazy with this virus. It has driven me crazy. So what else excited you? You know, we heard about a couple of animation things, a droid story, Visions, Bad Batch. Any of those uh, tip your interest at all? Well, Bad Batch, everybody in my, in my my youngling went nuts when he saw Bad Batch. He's like, Bad Batch, Bad Batch. I was like, I told you. I told you that if they were smart, they'd do Bad Batch. So, yeah, absolutely. I've um, been talking about a Bad Batch show. I knew they were going to do that with episodes, you know, season seven of Clone Wars. It just lends itself. It's sort of inglorious bastardy. It's kind of like... Uh, I guess a crew of guys. Now, are they going to be working for the Empire? How do you see that playing out in that show? Okay, let me think about this. So the way it ends is they. Oh God, that's a good question. Well, we we see that they're getting um detained or whatever by Tarkin, right? So I think they're going to be like a rogue unit. That are you familiar? You're familiar with uh, this this book? It was written a, a few years ago. It's called The Three Musketeers. Have you ever heard of that one? No, I have never heard of that. What's what okay? Is that? It's it's about these uh, frogs, and they um, are like loyal to the to the to the king, and then the king gets like overthrown, and so then the frogs they all like go back to their roots and then their loyalty to the to the old king or whatever, and and they kind of band together and you know take out the new king. So it'd be kind of like if a bunch of space marines decided to. I don't know if there was like any kind of coup in the government, then like these space Marines would show up and do something about it. So it's kind of like the bad batch are going to be maybe working uh, to overthrow 
the Empire mm. while working for the Empire. Kind of like uh, the the fly in the ointment or the, the you know, the, the wrench. The, the usurpers. Machine, so to speak. Yeah, the saboteurs. The saboteurs. saboteurs basically, yeah, yeah they're gonna be, I think they're going to be saboteurs. Because nobody's going to watch, watch a show where they're bad guys. I mean, I wouldn't. Right. I mean, I might. Back when I was younger, I might, but not now. Okay. Well, we did have somebody send in a message on our Star Wars Discord, which is bit.ly um, slash FSW Discord, FSW, all in caps. And this is Janir who uh, said, it still feels like Bad Batch is Filoni's way to use Null Arc Trooper storyline as his own, especially in a post-Republic Rise of the Empire era. Are you familiar with what he's talking about? No, that was all just a bunch of words and, and letters that don't make any sense to me. What's a null trooper? What are you talking about? The null arcs were unpredictable. Um, there were only 12 of them. Okay. And they were named after Mandalorian warriors, interestingly enough. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I guess you could see some similarities. Yes, the answer is yes. I think that this is a way to in- interject or inject um, variety, right? This is the thing that always bored me with the Clone Wars. Uh they they all have the same face. They all have the same voice. They all have the same not the same personality, but uh, you know, like whenever you do any screenwriting, they always say give the give somebody an eye patch, right? Give them a purple like, mohawk. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Something that makes them stand out. Yeah, I see what you did there. Uh, yes, yeah, sure. make them stand out a little bit, right? Uh, so with the Bad Batch, what I really liked about the Bad Batch is they had that variety. Now I wasn't familiar with the Null Arc Troopers thing, but that makes sense because if you you think about uh, if you've ever watched Multiplicity, uh, there's, you know, they make a, a copy of a copy of a copy and you find it like, hey, I got my wallet, Stevie, right. this is my wallet, you know, and it's like eventually, you know, you, anytime you do work, you get maybe 98% good and you're going to have 2% defects, right? So the Bad Batch, it makes sense. And you think about it, it's like they each have their own strengths and weaknesses, right? Like there's a strong guy, a smart guy and that kind of thing. So witty guy, a guy who's good at mixing cocktails, you know. Yeah, and it's kind of like it reminds me of the movie Twins. You know, it's like all the good <laughs> points of uh, everything went to your brother, all those Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and all the crap that was left left over became Danny DeVito. Like, why is Danny DeVito not in this? The Bad Batch. How great. do you know he's not going to be? Mama's Danny rich, DeVito. Rich. <laughs> not, Danny DeVito should be in the Bad Batch. He should totally be a voice. I mean, it. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right. I mean. They basically are ripping off twins. Forget the Null Arc story. They are right. ripping off twins. <laughs> yeah, what were no. you thinking, Jenier? Everyone knows what this is really a reference to. Um, and so then uh, I guess uh, some of the other things that struck my interest was the idea of this rogue squadron. I mean, this is basically to be in a Star Wars top gun set after Rise of Skywalker, right? It's going to have Goose and uh, whoever his name is. <laughs> And they're going to be testing out new planes and, and ships in, like, the era of the New Republic. And they're going to have a homoerotic scene of them playing, like, bocce ball or whatever the hell uh, you call it in Star Wars. <laughs> playing, playing with the boys. There's right. a scene with, a Tom, you know, with a, Shirtless. a Tom Cruise-like character singing, uh, Goodness Gracious, Great great Death Star, Balls of Fire. And, you know. <laughs> 
I'll tell you what, there's nothing wrong with Top Gun, but I did find out the hard way that it is a romance movie. So I don't know if Rogue Squadron will be a romance movie, but yeah, much to my chagrin, I showed it to my youngling and he hated it. And I was like, I failed as a father. (laughs) He hates Top Gun. What have I done? I'm sorry, Tiny Tom Cruise. I'll never tell anybody. What else could it be other than like a Top Gun-esque kind of flying movie? I mean, is there any other way they could move the plot? I mean, after Rise of Skywalker. So theoretically, there's no threats because Ray has no. mopped the galaxy of any evil. No, Ray's just riding around. No, Ray's just riding around on her little sand sled. She's like done. She's she's happy. She buries her little, you know, her swords, her her, her laser swords, and she's sliding around on on, on dirt sleds. Will Palpatine so she, so make a fine. second return from the? Oh dead? my God! <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut up! No, let the dead stay dead, man. <laughs> I don't, you know, I have to be honest. I don't even remember how he dies in Rise of Skywalker. Like, like Ray shoots his lightning back at him, and then like he does he vanish? Like, what happens to him? I don't remember either. No, he turns into a raisin or something. Like, it's like, well, what happens to a pickle? Raisin like, Squadron, you know, like. <laughs> raisin squadron. Yeah. No, I was gonna say though, as far as Rogue Squadron goes, have you ever played the uh, game Wing Commander? Ah, uh, once or twice in my youth. Yes. Mark Hamill was actually in Wing Commander. Four, I believe. Uh, he voiced, is it? Yeah, not voiced. Uh, there was actually um, some of them, some of those cutscenes where they would actually show the the actors acting. It had Malcolm McDowell. And, oh, okay, uh, right. Mark Hamill was in it for a, a few things. I don't know. I played it like years ago. But there's a lot of cool stuff that goes on in a squadron. If you've ever watched uh, the Black Sheep Squadron about Pappy Boynton and the Marines, uh, it came out in the '80s. A lot of guys, uh, you know, that are famous now kind of got their start on that show the black mm. sheep squadron and there's a lot of really cool stuff there's you know dog fights there's you know people dying and there's romance and there's a lot going on in a in a, in a fighter squadron there really is so yeah what about what about this uh little detail people picked up on on the logo for ahsoka and lucasfilm having sort of a circle with a little sphere inside of it some have speculated this is a clue to this world within worlds thing um and that somehow ahsoka might completely retcon everything that disney already did with the sequel trilogy paving the way to produce three more sequel films i hate to burst everybody's bubble but it's just the gear shift knob oh yeah it's it's grogu it's a reference to grogu's toy yes it's just the ball it's grogu's ball right right the end yeah they're gonna sell a million those this christmas aren't they oh my god (laughs) ornaments so what do what can fans do i mean because in a couple years when all these shows come out the merchandising is gonna be so overwhelming like you're you're gonna just not even have the time to click on amazon because the choices are gonna be coming up as you click there's gonna be new (laughs) options you're gonna you're gonna actually have to have like a team of people to support you to actually make all the orders I will be on that team. If if my job was literally just buying Star Wars stuff, even if it wasn't for myself, just like that was my whole job, just like buying Star Wars stuff. Why has I Disney would do Plus it. not rolled out like the Disney the Disney Avalanche plan where you just like click and you get every single Disney merchandise product sent to your door without any questions asked and it's like a subscription that that just repeats every month? 
That's a great idea, actually. Yeah, like instead of like a loot box, an avalanche, the Disney yeah. avalanche. You should uh, you should copyright that. And then whatever you don't whatever you don't like, you just uh, you repurpose to make uh you know for for other characters and send them back is like concept art, and then they use that to make the next movies. You could do like rendition, like uh, Genghis Khan did, right? You could like melt them down and then like send them back to Disney and have them make them into something that is you know actually useful, like Claude. Yeah. Like Claude, Claude, the mechanic with no arms. That's how that's how Claude got his start as designer. Yeah, <laughs> Claude. They actually, you know, a fan, a disgruntled fan, melted down all his uh, Rose Tico figures <laughs> and sent it back to Disney as a joke. And they were like, "This is amazing. Let's make this into a cameo character. People will love it." <laughs> that's the only thing that makes any sense. Either somebody was did that, or they were really drunk or really yeah, yeah messed anyway. up i i don't you can get me you can't get me started on claude <laughs> he's both my favorite and my least favorite character in in star wars well uh a lot to talk about i'm sure we'll have episodes in the future and it's wonderful for uh our fans out there really to have your succulent voice back on the show teeb um it's going to really level us up again well i can only say no so many times to your begging and pleading and crying and three o'clock texts and calls and drunk <laughs> Please, texts. Please, nobody will do it with me. I can't find anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to be back. It's cool. It's cool. Anything else you'd like to add before we take off tonight, Teeb? No, I just, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Vegan the Hut. I thought he did, uh, he's doing a great job and I know he'll continue to do a great job. Um, but nobody can replace me, let's face it. That's true. You're quite different anyway. So, um, but yeah, we got a couple episodes in the pipelines. Look for them this week as well. And don't forget to subscribe to uh, the Mando Roundup as well uh, as a, our other podcast. So. I really love the Mando Roundup too because, one, I don't have to do anything for it. I can just listen to it and enjoy it, which is like how I like to watch The Mandalorian as well. Um, and it's, it's – I really – think you produce it really well well thank you thank you very much your barbecue sauce is in the mail <laughs> as long as it's not made out of me i'm happy well teab unfortunately that is all that we have time for um, i'd like to remind our listeners go to, to go to manscape.com and get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code fsw radio that's all in caps that's fsw radio at manscape.com for 20 percent off and free shipping tell the listeners where they can find us teab well you can follow faking star wars on twitter and instagram at at faking star wars and on facebook at http colon forward slash forward slash facebook.com forward slash real faking star wars that's faking star wars with a capital f a capital s and a capital w if you want to submit a question for us on twitter use the hashtag fsw radio and we may read it next week and you can also get those stocking stuffers like faking star wars t-shirts and other fantastic gear at bit.ly slash fsw merch if you'd like you can follow me on twitter at storm duper i'd also like to say that there are times when the fsw merch becomes uh shall i say black market Yes. Yes. There are times when you want to jump on that because uh, not all the time does the uh, Galactic Empire appreciate the products that we put out there. Things go up there. Sometimes they get canceled and become collector's items. Yes, exactly. And you can also follow me. You can follow me again on Twitter at at Tebrontor. That is T-E-E-B-R-O-N-T-R. And follow fsw radio at fsw radio on twitter and instagram as well and uh if you like what you hear at faking star wars 
you can support us on Patreon. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash fakingstarwars. We'd love to have you sign up. Uh, you know, we do this out of our love for our fans. We don't have a budget. We don't have a salary. Every little bit you donate helps us to keep the equipment running and keep our web hosting fees low. And so we would love to have you support us. You can support us for as little as a buck a month, and you'll still get a free reward. So that's awesome, huh? You can join fake Jedi Padawan Stephen Howard or Rick Swift, the Mediocratics, Darth Taxis, and Keith Harmon, who support us at the fake Jedi Knight level. And if you haven't written us a review, please give us a five-star review on iTunes, Podchase, or Spotify, or whatever podcast platform you choose. It helps us get out there in this crazy wide world of Star Wars podcasting. And if you write a funny review, we'll, we'll read it on the next episode. We maybe. We might. I don't know. Only if you're really witty. Yeah. One more thing. Before we go, we want to invite you to join the FSW Discord server. So it's a free online chat room full of fakers discussing Star Wars, other nerd culture topics, and even playing some games. And the link is http colon forward slash forward slash lowercase bit dot lowercase ly forward slash uppercase fsw lowercase d-i-s-c-o-r-d and make sure fsw is in caps oh that was incomprehensible it's yeah how about http fsw discord fsw all in caps we'll we'll, we'll go with that there you go fsw discord fsw you're you're a little rusty team it's been a while for you i understand (laughs) no i'm just trying to make this as painful for you as possible oh it is painful oh oh don't yeah Absolutely. As always, stay tuned to FakingStarWars.net for quality Star Wars comedy, parody, and satire. And thanks to you and all our followers for listening to us. And, of course, may the foe be with you. See you next time. Merry Sithmas. I hope you get all the good Disney Avalanche crap under your tree. (laughs)